Hello and welcome back to the 32 podcast, the podcast which aims to make you happy, smile, and laugh when we spill the tea and explain all the things. I'm your host, Kate. I'm a little late this morning. It is Thursday, almost afternoon, and I'm just getting to recording. I am so sorry for those of you who listen every Thursday morning when the episode drops at seven. First of all, I'm impressed that you're awake. Maybe I shouldn't be, but I just, the week really got away from me and I turned around yesterday and realized it wasn't Tuesday, but it was Wednesday. (laughs) So I'm coming to you still on Thursday, but just a little delayed, but I know that you will forgive me and I appreciate that. Before we get into this week's episode, which is a pop culture update, however, there's really not that much like groundbreaking stuff happening, but I'll bring it to you anyways. Here's a quick word from our sponsor. Okay. So before we get into the pop culture stuff, and not that I have a lot of personal things going on since my heroism that I displayed last week and two weeks ago that I told you about. I don't think there's much heroism going on in my life this week, but I do have a substantial amount of plans forthcoming in the next month. I was in, my husband and I were invited to an event pre-COVID two years ago, and that event is happening, which is wild because I've started thinking about like my pre-COVID self. And I was saying last week on the pod that I was really starting to get irritated with all the TikTokers who were bringing up like TikTok trends of twenty March 2020 when like no one needs that. But it really got me thinking like we got invited to this event two years ago. It was supposed to be, well, it is because it's happening, like a cocktail event. It's uh, a fundraiser. I really need to look into what it's raising funds for, but I'm sure it's great. It's, I'm sure it's wonderful. Um, I bought a dress for it. I ended up returning that dress because when was I going to wear that in quarantine? <laughs> like never. <laughs> and I remember being worried about the shoes I was going to wear to this event because I had just had foot surgery, which is wild because I don't know that I've talked about my foot surgery much on this pot. I think I have with Anna because we used to run together, but I had plantar fasciitis and I got plantar fasciitis while training for the marathon, still ran the marathon, which was dumb. If I can go back in time, I would, it would totally change my life. But I had foot surgery February 10th of 2020. And this event was supposed to be, I don't know, like the third week of March, maybe of 2020. So I would have been just out of my walking boot, which I'm not above or under, I'm not anything against wearing a boot if medically necessary to anywhere. Like it's not exactly fashion forward to, you know, wear a walking boot and then some sort of other fashion shoe or sneaker. I don't know, (laughs) but like people understood, would have understood. Right. And it just made me laugh. Cause like, first of all, now I could wear any shoes I want to not really. Cause I still have foot problems though. I'm a hundred percent better since having surgery, I was like, wow, my only concern was what kind of shoes I was going to wear because my foot was still healing. And then last week, my concern or two weeks ago, my concern was finding shoes because I haven't had to buy shoes in two weeks or two years. (laughs) It's like, wow, how the world keeps turning and how things change. And I'm probably going to talk about the shoes I'm getting up until this event happens. And I have no idea. And apparently we're going to be on the grass. So the coordinators of this event have requested that 
the women attending or men, I guess, do not wear heels because you're going to like get stuck in the grass and things. So we'll, we'll, we're going to figure it out. It's going to be a joyous occasion, but maybe this is the quarantine sphere closing. You know, maybe this is the like, what's the plural of eclipse? Eclipses? Ellipses? No, that's dumb. This is the, like, this is the full turnaround of COVID. Like we're out, you know? I mean, there's virtually no coverage of COVID and no one's wearing masks anymore. I don't think anywhere. So maybe we're out of COVID anyway, but this is really like closing the door. Like we have come full circle. We are, we're done, but I will keep you informed of what shoes I buy. (laughs) And what's funny is that I really liked that dress I had bought. Like I really liked it and I should have just kept it. That was dumb, but truly where was I going to go in that for the last two years? Absolutely nowhere. I haven't attended any weddings in person. The only event that I've gone to was a black tie gala, which I think was pre this podcast. So I didn't have to talk about it incessantly. Um, but it was black tie. So I have, I had a gown for that, which was a, you know, journey of sorts to finding a dress because every dress I put on for this event, I looked like the mother of the groom. And I would say that. And my husband was like, what does that mean? It's like, I just look like I'm going to my son's wedding. And he was like, what does that mean? (laughs) And I can't describe it. It just, I, I, you, if you have felt this way in any sort of clothing ever, you know what I'm saying. Like you just look like, I don't know. I don't want to offend anyone who had his had, had a son get married. That's not what I'm saying. It just, I didn't look age appropriate in anything. I, I didn't look, um, I don't know. Instead of looking elegant, you know how you just look kind of frumpy, but not frumpy and kind of just like, it was just all wrong. Like everything I put on was all wrong. And then I found a dress that I ended up getting altered and it was fine. Not the point. But anyway, like I would not have worn this cocktail dress at all. So I bought the same dress that I had returned two years ago and for the same price too. So really like I didn't have to spend any more or less money to get it back. I'm hoping that it fits. (laughs) And I remember when I bought it, I remember it being uh, loose and, you know, COVID-19 is not just a disease. It is in fact a, uh, a stretch for some. So I'm hoping that it works out. If not, I'll have to buy like four pairs of things. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I've never showed up to anywhere. Totally hating what I'm in. I've shown up places in discontentment with what I have on, but I wouldn't say, I wouldn't use the word hate just a little, like wish this was different, which I think we all feel that way. So I will keep you up to date. If my dress fits, I will keep you up to date of the shoes that I buy. I will keep you informed of, excuse me, whatever the heck else. This pollen is out of control. That was my pollen clear my throat. That was not, you know what? If it is COVID, I don't know. I don't think it's COVID. I think it's this pollen. My white car is yellow. First of all, sometimes I have to park outside because our two car garage only really fits one and a half cars because the owners before us installed like cabinets on either side and you can fit two cars, but you couldn't get out of the car. You can't open the door. So we only put one car in the garage and use the rest for storage. So one of us has to park outside sometimes. 
And unfortunately, I have gotten home later than my husband frequently in the last two weeks with this pollen. And my car's yellow, which I know you're like, go get a car wash. But like, I have a tiny scratch on the end of my car. And I'm worried it's going to get worse if I get my car washed. Like the paint is missing. But my friend Caitlin told me about this magical paint pen that she bought on Amazon. And she has the exact same car as me, exact same color. And it worked. So I got to I gotta do that first. And I know what you're thinking. Like, that's not an immediate fix. I know it isn't. But my car is a lease and maybe they won't notice. Because inflation is up 8.4% and we're all bleeding money. So we don't have time. We don't have time to, you know, maybe do everything 100%. We don't have the capacity. Anyway, we're doing things. We're making plans. We're going. My husband gets to wear like a sport coat to this event. And I just like, I love a sport coat for a guy. You know, I just, I love what it says. Like I'm dressed up. I'm poised. Yet I'm still a little less formal. Like I'm here. I'm here to have a good time. You know, like a scotch on the rocks. Where am I going? I'm, I don't know if that's the vibe that he possesses <laughs> in a sport coat, <laughs> but that's, that's just what I see. I, that's, that's just the air I get, you know, and my husband in a sport coat has a great time. So it it's going to be very much fun. Thank you to our friends who invited us. It's going to be fun. There is a musical guest at this event. I'm going to keep you in suspense as to who it is. So then I have a great story to tell. Um, Probably, let's see, the first week of April, whenever that rolls out, will be after this event. But um, let me just say that the person I was when I first moved to Florida, so in 2012, loved this musical act. And it's going to bring back a lot of memories with this group I'm going to this fundraiser with. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then next week, so imminently, like, making plans next week. I'm getting on a plane to visit a friend, which is so much fun. I love that. I love that for me getting on a plane. Every time the helicopter lands at work, depending on where I am, like in the unit, you can smell the jet fuel. And I remember a time in COVID like that we couldn't fly anywhere. I hadn't flown in a year and I would smell the jet fuel and be like, Oh my God, it smells like travel. And people were like, you need to go outside. (laughs) You need to socialize yourself. You have problems. (laughs) Which I did have problems. My problem was I was stuck in my house and I was stuck at work. I'm not talking about COVID. That's not the point. But what I'm saying, every time I smell the jet fuel from a helicopter, I'm like, "Mm, travel. Where am I going? Smells like an airplane. Still. So now I have a place. I have a place to go. It's, it's very exciting. I get to pick outfits and I never imagined myself such an outfit picker because I wear the same Lululemon shirt in 12 colors every day which ironically I don't currently have on, which I don't know if that's a point in the good column or the point in the bad column, whatever. You you get it, not the point. I just, it just, it's exciting. And you guys understand. And maybe the pollen where my friend lives is different pollen than here and I won't be suffering. <laughs> because I take a Zyrtec every single night. And I have taken a Zyrtec every single night, probably for the last 10 years, at minimum since I lived here. Because I moved here and I was itchy instantly. Whatever we grow in Florida, like the, not necessarily like agriculturally, but like the, the plants and the pollen and the things, it's like, oh, it takes you out. And I get itchy legs when I exercise sometimes, which like, no, that's not a gallbladder problem. It's just, you know, it, if you get itchy legs, you know, it's insufferable. So just take a Zyrtec every day. And if Zyrtec doesn't work for you, try Claritin. They work the same, but a little bit different, different ingredients. But I highly recommend if you live in the Southeast 
in spring, summer, or really anywhere with pollen, pollinating anything, just like dessert, take it up. It's okay. Antihistamine. You don't want to be histamine. It's awful. There's so much just like sniffle and throat clearing and everyone's like, oh no, COVID. And this is a COVID heavy episode. It's not, I don't mean it to be, but like if you've been in this public sphere place in the last, hmm, let's say, I don't want to say two years, but like, let's say in the last year where masks have been more liberal in places and the rules have gotten to the more of like, you know, we can do more things and you've sneezed in public or have had to clear the throat or have had to blow your nose and people look at you like you literally just like threw a rocket into a restaurant. You know how this feels. You know how it feels to have allergies and be like, it's not COVID. But why do we have to justify by saying it's not COVID? Because everyone's like, oh my God, you're spewing your droplet particles all over my stuff. Even though you're 30 feet away. I sneeze in Publix a lot. I don't know if it's like the air or just like the time of day. Like I know some people sneeze and they see the suns. Maybe like that's my ailment. Like I go into Publix and I sneeze. But people look at me in the aisles. Like I am a disgusting beast. It's like, no, I just sneeze. I have allergies. I have food allergies. I have environmental allergies. I have eczema. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> if I could take 10 Zyrtec every day and not have all these problems, I would. So I wouldn't look like a social narc in public when I sneeze in probably an aisle where all the food is boxed and closed. Again, not the point because I sneeze into my elbow like a respectful person but you can't keep a sneeze in it's painful i don't know how i got on this tangent and i'm sure none of you all do either just this pollen is we're all suffering from this pollen so like pray for your friends in the south pray for us i know in the northern states it's probably still cold and you don't have the pollen yet and i know you will get the pollen and i'm very sorry for when that day comes but stock up on zyrtec you can go to costco and get 360 tablets for like 12 12 20 bucks I don't know what it is with inflation. I don't know what they're charging right now, but it's it's cheaper than brands or tech and it's the same thing. Hear it from me first. It's the same thing. Your friend with allergies. It's the same thing. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's to hoping the pollen where, where my friend is, is is different pollen or no pollen at all. Might be cold. You might have a frost. Don't know. It'll be fine. Anyway, we're making plans. We're doing things. I also have another update on my vegetarianism. I've started to reintroduce chicken, which I feel like I'm cheating on my vegetarianism. You know, like I feel like I'm cheating on it because I was doing so well. But on what day? Monday, the entire day, I couldn't shake this insatiable need for poultry. I couldn't shake it. I woke up early that day, which maybe I was just well rested. I don't know. And I couldn't get it out of my head that I had to eat chicken, which has never happened to me. One, because I never used to avoid chicken. And two, just, it's a weird thing to crave, right? Like I know some people are like, oh, I want a hamburger. Oh, I want a, I don't know, mm, steak or, oh, I want a whatever type of sandwich you like, I I can understand that, but like, I just needed chicken in any form. Like I was just like, where's, and, and I 
feel, and I have read some things like on nutritional and diet blogs and research and all that, that like when you're craving something, it usually means you're deficient in an opposite thing or you are deficient in that problem, that problem, that, that thing. So I listened to my body and I ate chicken, which like, it's not a crime. I'm not a criminal. No one's going to yell at me. I don't think. But I was just, I was really like feeling this veggie life. And then my body was like, I think you're done. So I have reintroduced chicken. I feel fine. I don't feel any differently. I felt better on Monday when I ate chicken. (laughs) And this probably comes as a surprise to absolutely no person that my first thing I ate was chicken nuggets. (laughs) Yeah. Chicken nuggets slap though. Like they're so good. They're so good. My husband was like, you bought chicken nuggets? Like, yeah. He's like, you gonna eat those? Uh, yeah. And I could see his wheels turning like, but chickens are a land animal. And I was like, listen, we're just, we're doing an experiment here. Like I just, I'm, I'm having a physiological response to something I am lacking. And I thought I got enough protein. I wasn't tracking it or anything because like, you know, diet culture and food trauma. Like I don't want to like track my calories and things. Sorry, a water break. I don't want to have to track my calories or protein and it, like my macros, but I was getting enough, like eating a lot of beans, eating a lot of fish, eating cheese, which like I love cheese. <laughs> but anyway, I added back chicken, but that cheese comment, and then you're going to be like, oh my God, where is this pop culture update? Your tangents are killing me today. I have a lot of my mind. I'm sorry. This is what you come here for and don't act like it isn't. You love me. And I also love you. Thank you to my loyal fans. I appreciate you. So my husband has been recording this History Channel um, special, like Food That Shaped America. It's very interesting, like the the history of the Lay's Frito-Lay company and how the chip was invented in America, what it, what it originally was for and how it came out and all that stuff. There was an entire episode about American cheese. And I have never felt so validated in my life. I would not go so far as to say American cheese is my favorite cheese only because I feel like there's a stigma around that. But hear me out. I read a study once and I forget who, I will find it and post it for you. I forget who wrote the study, who conducted the study, if it was double blind, peer reviewed, I have no idea. But they essentially said that when you eat cheese, and I remember this line of this article and it will probably never leave me. This article said, when you bite into that salty, gooey, fatty cheese. (laughs) And I was like, "Uh uh-huh, I'm with you. Yep, yep, keep going. They said that it triggers the same spot in your brain that cocaine does. Let me have you digest that. Eating salty, gooey, fatty cheese ignites, turns on the same pleasure spot of your brain that drugs do. And that's what happens to me when I eat American cheese. It's delicious. Like I get the fresh sliced stuff from Boar's Head. Like I don't, you know, I don't get the canned cheese. No hate on the canned cheese though. Zero hate. It's shelf stable. American cheese from Kraft was invented. By the way, watch the special. It's very good. All the foods they talk about are very good. But 
he tried to invent this, he invented this cheese to make it shelf stable. And so the fats didn't separate from the oil. So because cheese was molding and people's food was going bad. And it was like, mm, when was this? World War One, World War Two, A time where like there was going to be food shortages. So this single man, John L. Kraft or James L. Kraft, whoever he is, fed people with canned shelf stable cheese. And he, he called the army himself and he was like, I have a high calorie, you know, shelf stable thing I can ship to soldiers so they can keep fighting. This man saved the world. Think about it. So because of him, I have these delicious like cheese slices that can ignite the same spot in my brain as cocaine. Thank you, Mr. Kraft. Thank you. So anyway, you've learned a lot about me. (laughs) 20 minutes of the show. <laughs> but that special is very good. They talked about American cheese chips. Ooh, McDonald's versus Burger King. Very good. Very good. And it, they they have um the guy from Man versus Food. What's his name? Adam Richman talking about a lot of the history of foods, and his face is just pure joy. Like he, Adam Richman, if you never watch Man versus Food, it's not on anymore because his cholesterol got too high, which I feel you did. He um he would go to these places, these restaurants around the country that had like crazy food challenges, like eat 120 oysters in 10 minutes or eat, I don't know, 78 jalapeno poppers, like th- things like that. And he would do it. But he was like gaining a bunch of weight and his cholesterol was like through the roof because like you don't have a challenge of like 827 salads, you know? But the way he spoke about food and the way he talked about like the history of food in America and like his, just the joy in his face. I was like, Adam Richmond, I am 100% with you. I am completely parallel to your feelings, but especially the episode about American cheese. (laughs) 1000%. I am so here with you. I am here with you. We are, we are simpatico. We are together here. And for all of you who are like American cheese is gross. It's really not. Have you ever made a grilled cheese with American cheese? Like we're talking like a good slice, get a good melt. Oh my God. It's so good. This might be a bad time to mention that I have a dairy allergy. (laughs) But I eat cheese anyway because it's so good. Because it talks to the pleasure spots in my brain. And I think we all need that right now. And if you eat cheese and don't feel happy, you need to go right to the doctor. Go to urgent care. Don't go to the ER. That's for emergencies. But I think if you went to urgent care and you said, I ate cheese and I didn't feel happy, they'd be like, let's do some tests. Let's, let's figure this out. This doesn't make any sense. And I don't care what you say for all the vegans out there or the dairy-free people. The cream cheese is good. The rest of the cheese is actual garbage. It's garbage. There's just that not, there's not that salty, gooey, fatty pleasure component in the dairy-free cheeses. They don't have it. That does not talk to the pleasure center of the brain. I don't know who that talks to, but it doesn't talk to that. Oh my God, I think I rambled on enough. Maybe not. Something else is going to come up, I'm sure. Okay. Now that we've talked about my insatiable love for American cheese, which I never thought I would bring to the public eye, but whatever. And by the way, it's not a cheese byproduct. It's its own cheese. It's its own shelf-stable, delicious, gooey, salty, fatty cheese. Okay. My first story 
is some someone I've never talked about, but who I love deeply, Amanda Bynes. She is going, I don't, okay, sorry, hang on, I got a buffer. <clears throat> okay. Amanda Bynes has been in a conservatorship for nine years. That word sounds familiar because Britney Spears is in a conservatorship for 17 years. Or no, how many years? 13? 13 years, excuse me. Amanda Bynes' conservatorship I don't think is as well known. Not that she wasn't an A-list person at the time, but I just think it's been under the radar. And rightfully so with less drama. But, you know, she did have a... um, mental health emergency in 2013 and she reportedly set a fire in her home and was placed under a psychiatric hold and then her mother was placed as her conservator. She is headed to court along with her parents who are, who are her conservators to end her conservatorship. They are supportive of her. She seems like she's in a good place. In addition to that, she's getting her face tattoo removed, which if you did not know, she had a face tattoo. She has a heart on her left like cheekbone under her eye and she's getting it removed. And if that's what she wants to do, I support her. Um, If she feels healthy enough to make those choices, which I believe she does and her parents believe that she is as well, then that's great. Um, Let me see, la la la. What is the rest of this article saying? Amanda wishes to terminate her conservatorship. She believes her condition is improved and and protection of the court is no longer necessary. And I believe since her parents are going with her, then as conservators, I think them saying that as well is a little more solidifying to the court system. So hopefully all the best for Amanda Bynes. She truly was one of the greatest young actresses, like had the, one of the greatest careers. I'm not saying she was like, you know, a serious actress because she wasn't. Comedy was her thing, but she's the man's one of the best films ever made. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. She was in She's the Man. She was in Hairspray. She was in, what's that? Sydney White. She did a bunch of other movies, but She's the Man reigns absolutely supreme. And if you didn't watch The Amanda Show or she or all that, when you were young, you absolutely missed out. And I think you can find it on YouTube, but she, she's great. Um, she came back to Instagram a few weeks ago. She said, what's up Instagram. Amanda Bynes here. My court date's coming up in a few weeks. And I want to thank you all so much for your love and support. You're welcome, Amanda. We're here for you. I, I love her. She stepped away from the public eye, um, a while ago. I think she, she quit acting and then wanted to go into fashion and did other stuff. And I can understand having some sort of psychiatric um what's the word I want like frame of mind when you are a child and you are famous and then you become an adult and you are famous and you know the lights are bright the pressure's high things like that I can understand how that happens to people but I'm hoping she's fully healed she can handle herself and she has a successful career moving forward that's all we need right okay my next story comes from the unofficial queen of Christmas, even though we all know it's Mariah Carey and that's fine. Um, Kelly Clarkson finalized her divorce from Brandon Blackstock, which like, ugh, he's awful, nearly two years after filing their paperwork. So this divorce has been horrible for her. 
her ex-husband is has been acting like just a petulant child in terms of like, oh no, I want this property and this money and no, no, no. So he used to be, or he is an agent and he's been dropped by a lot of his famous um, clients, including Blake Shelton, because Blake was like, nah, I stand with Kelly, get out. Which like, we love, we love a Kelly stand, but we love like a, like a business Kelly stand. Like, no, I will change the foundation of my, business in my career and my agent who gets me jobs and gets and earns me money for this person. We, we love that. Anyway, they finalize their divorce. Then Kelly, who makes an exorbitant more than him, which that's absolutely wonderful. And as she should, she's the first American Idol and she's absolutely wonderful. She has a show. She has album. She has the voice. She's got everything. Um, she will be um, primary custody, custody person for their two kids, but she will have to pay him 115 grand a month until January 31st, 2024, a lump sum of $1.3 million without taxes, which is like, ugh, and then pay him $45,000 a month in child support. So this is my question. So their custody agreement, I believe, ensures that he gets the kids like one or two weekends a month. You're giving this man $45,000 for four days in child support? I'm like, I'm not an attorney. I don't know what determines child support. I don't know. I, I don't know. It just seems like a lot. It seems like a lot for a person who still has a job. You know what I mean? And she makes 20 million a year, which like, go Kelly. Just like, just rock on sister, you know? But I, it just like is wild. And don't, don't get me wrong. I would say this if this was a man paying a woman. Yes, I would. Cause it just seems like an egregious amount of money. And I could be wrong. And I know that divorce settlements, especially in California, typically rule on like the lifestyle you've become accustomed. I think that's more spousal support. And I know this from all the housewives of Orange County that have gotten divorced. (laughs) But I don't know. It just seems like a lot of money for in child support. But hey, she can afford to pay it. We're thankful she's paying it. She'll do anything for kids. We know this. She's an absolute queen. I love her. She was one of my first concerts. I saw her in concert when she was on tour with Clay Aiken. How old was I? 13? Was in the eighth grade. Then she came to Kansas City and the, it was baseball season. So it must've been at least in the spring, spring, summer. And the Royals, I'm from Kansas city, the Kansas city Royals gave her all this merch because Kelly Clarkson, KC, like that's perfection. So I thought how funny would it be if I wore my KC stuff because my initials at the time were KC and we would match. Oof. I remember what I wore to this concert. I had a pink Royals hats was a pink KC hat, which I wish I still had that hat. I need to buy another one. It was really cute. And then I wore, (laughs) this is embarrassing. (laughs) Okay. I wore one of those, um, shirts that have the bandana print, but don't look like bandanas. Like I didn't wear a bandana as a shirt. That's, that's not, no, that's not what I'm saying. But I, it was a t-shirt 
and first of all, I had like baby cap sleeves, which like are a hard no in my life currently. That's besides the point. But this was a pink shirt with like bandana um, pattern on it and then jeans. And you could not have told me that I did not look the part for a Kelly Clarkson concert. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh man. My mom brought me and a friend who I don't still talk to that friend, which it was in the eighth grade. That's no surprise. Um, but I, I, you couldn't have told me that I didn't roll up in there being like me and Kelly Clarkson are, we are together. We are parallel. We are so succinct. And it, I was so wrong. <laughs> I was just so wrong. <laughs> I think about that all the time. Like at least once a week, that concert crosses my mind. I couldn't tell you as to why. Because I remember only the Kelly Clarkson parts. I don't remember the Clay Aikens parts. Which, if you don't remember who Clay Aiken is, he came second in the second season of American Idol. And he lost to Ruben Stuttered. Ruben Stuttered. Excuse me. But yeah. Good times. Good times in the eighth grade, huh? Wow. Okay. That's that's absolutely wild. I can't believe I shared that story. Oh, God. First, I'm the weird cheese girl. And now I'm like fan fangirling over Kelly Clarkson in a freaking baseball hat at a concert. Oh, God. Okay. Let's see. Let's see what other things we have to share. So in previous episodes... I shared that Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers split up, but they just went went to a wedding together this past weekend. So, mm, mm -mm. I don't think they split up. So sorry for that false reporting, but they're trying to figure things out as they've gone on a few public outings, including a wedding. But apparently they went to a farmer's market together and nothing says you're together like a farmer's market. I'm sorry. It, It does. There's a lot of bags to carry, cash to handle. There's a lot of iced teas to procure. Like you're you're dating. That that's a dating thing. I've been to you know, I've been to farmers markets. Like it without my husband, I'd be nothing at a farmer's market. Or like without a friend. Kelly goes with me sometimes too. But like I I I buy I buy too much. I get so excited. I buy too much and I don't have the hands to carry it. Like I have literally my last time I went with Kelly, I had to go back to my car, put stuff in, and go back for more. One could say I have a shopping problem, but I am a consumer. I am a consumer. I consume. I will single-handedly save this economy if you, if it's necessary. <laughs> Not from inflation, though. No, I can't do that. No. And I have yet to um, pump gas in this week, actually. I think I'm going to go to Costco today, and I don't know that I'm prepared. But, like, thank God for my Costco membership. Which, slight, slight plug here. Slight plug. If you are thinking, I might need a Costco membership, I agree with you. The Sam's is not near me, so I don't, I'm not a Sam's person. I've always been a Costco person, but I get the executive membership, which is double the price of the regular one. But hear me out. Hear me out. You get 2% cash back. So if you spend, let me see, it's $120 a year. So if you spend $6,000, you recoup the 120, right? Anything over that. It's cash in your pocket from your membership. But if you spend $3,000, you're paying for the executive, but the money you get back is just like paying for the basic. So anything over that, you're getting a cheaper membership by being executive. Do you see what I'm saying? Does that make sense? So if you're thinking about this, or if you are a Costco member 
and you want to get the executive membership and you think you spend 3000 or more dollars a year, it is worth it because your membership becomes cheaper the more money you spend. That's what I'm saying. That's my advice to you. And you know, I love Costco. I, I feel feelings at Costco. It's great. Maybe one day I'll vlog from there. I'm not a vlogger, but man, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't a podcaster until a few months ago. So you never know. You never know what's going on. So Aaron Rodgers and Shalane Woodley are questionably black, questionably back together. Excuse me. He still needs a haircut. I stand by that. This man, God, this man used to be good looking. And I don't know what's happening with him currently. And the pictures I have in this article are very deceiving because his hair is short and his skin looks great. And now his skin looks like crap. Sorry, Aaron. And his hair is just, it's just kind of not, his hair is not it. It's not, it's not it. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. His hair is not it. My final story is a little Elon and Grimes news, which if mom was here, she'd be like, Grimes. But we know I love Elon Musk. And just shout out to him for like getting Starlink over the Ukraine. Like Elon Musk is a freaking hero. And we love him. Elon Musk, I think we would love him if he wasn't a hero. But now that he is officially a hero, like keep going, Elon. You literally, you're literally you're you are space. He is intergalactic. He is space. He's wonderful. I'm still not gonna go to space. If you need reasons why, please listen to the episode called Her Majesty's Blanket. I fully explain it. Okay. So Elon and Grimes, this just broke to, this broke this morning. So like, maybe it's a good thing I didn't record till just now. Grimes reveals she and Elon Musk welcomed baby number two. Now I know what you're thinking. Didn't they break up? Yes. God, this questionable breakup news is really just like sending us all on a tailspin, isn't it? Anyway, she was getting interviewed by Vanity Fair which will be published, um, oh, today. Um, oh God, which is probably why the story broke. Duh, that's freaking stupid. Okay. Um, they heard a baby crying during the interview. And I guess she was like, oh, that's my new infant. <laughs> um, they welcomed a baby via surrogacy together, which they are still good friends. And their first baby, as we know, is called X because he's got this crazy you know, a letter, number, symbol, name. But this baby is being referred to as Y. Okay. So her full name is Exa Dark uh, Cider Heel Musk. Exa is a reference to the supercomputing term Exaflops. Flops is in all caps. That wasn't me being dramatic which is the ability to perform one quintillion floating point operations per second. Okay. Dark, meanwhile, is the unknown people fear, but truly is the absence of photons. Dark matter is beautiful mystery of our universe. And Ciderheel, it has one of those weird AE or together symbol letter things. It looks like side rail, to be honest with you. But I would never, I would never say that about a baby. No, I would not. Um, Grimes noted the true time of the universe, star time, deep space time, not our relative earth time. A nod to her favorite Lord of the Rings character, Galadriel, who chooses to abdicate the ring. That's so dramatic. Oh, 
Grimes, who, let's not forget, her real name is Claire. I have forgotten that three times on this podcast, and I will not forget today. (laughs) So, Elon and Grimes are saying, we are semi-separated but still love each other, see each other frequently, and are on our great terms. It's mostly that my work at SpaceX and Tesla requires me to be primarily in Texas or traveling overseas, and her work is primarily in L.A. She's staying with me now, and baby X is in the adjacent room. Elon Musk is so smart and rich and fancy and, like, intelligent that he uses the word adjacent instead of the next room. Like, I know what adjacent means. Adjacent means, you know, near, like, close to. Like, you can't say he's in the next room. Oh, he's in the adjacent room. Okay. Um, Grimes told Vanity Fair that the couple is simply happy. There's no real work there. Oh my God. My there, there's no real word for it. I would probably refer to him as my boyfriend, but we're very fluid. We live in separate houses. We're best friends. We see each other all the time. We just have our own thing going on. I don't expect other people to understand it. This is the best it's ever been. We just need to be free. It's worth noting that there may be more children in the future for the pair. As Grimes has also revealed that she and Elon have always wanted at least three or four. Okay. Okay. So we have X and Y and then we have Z. Then what do you name the kid? A? Double A? Do you go backwards and give him a W? Like, you know what? Have four kids. Have four kids to answer this for us. Because I require answers. But I love happy baby news. I love some semi-happy couple news. I, yeah. Speaking of semi-happy couple news, Kim Kardashian is now officially legally single. She is not completely divorced from Ye, which Ye is Kanye. Just, you know, he goes by Ye now. I I don't know why. I, I can find out, but it will probably be like a long dissertation on Kanye's name. And I, I don't know if I can handle it. Um, but she, a judge determined that she is legally separated from him. So is legally single. Ye is having a fit. And I guess he, let me go to his Instagram because his, his Instagram has been wild lately. Um, he has a album out called, or no, Discussing Divorce. And it's divorce in big red letters, which like, Okay. And then the following post is something called Dead. Maybe this is a song. This is probably a song. Without further ado, I present to you my latest creation. It's called Dead. Oh, my. Oh, my. I'm not going to read this. This is not that it's awful. There's just a lot of the word dead. And like, I'm I'm good. I'm good on this. Yay. I'm good on this. Yeah. But Kim Kardashian's officially legally single. However, she's still dating Pete. And as my final piece of information for this pod today. So Kim and Pete are still together. And I know that we're all surprised because I'm still surprised. Honestly, I, 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 okay. I'll get used to it. Do I think this is the perfect match? No, I don't. Do I think this is a fit? No, I don't. Do I think it's none of my business? Sure. (laughs) But they're public figures, and so I'll discuss it. I, as you know, watch TikTok. And there are, there's a section of TikTok called Conspiracy Talk, and of which people discuss the conspiracy theories that um, are present in their 
thought process or knowledge or things that they think about anything, TV shows, real world events, the planet, whatever. But I heard one recently and I can't, I absolutely cannot let it go. And this is by no means me spreading misinformation. And I don't even know if I believe this um, conspiracy theory. It's just a theory, but it, it could track is what I'm saying. This this conspiracy theory is barring that you believe in the Illuminati, which, hello, FBI, <laughs> if you're listening now. So this conspiracy theorist basically said that the key to Pete Davidson's wanting to date famous women was to infiltrate Hollywood and therefore infiltrate the Illuminati to see if they had a connection to 9-11 and to avenge his father's death. Because his father was a firefighter who died 9-11. And I, 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 I can, let me just say that I, all right, let's see how that pans out. Like, let's, let's just, okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's just, let's just keep on watching that. But if he loves Kim and Kim loves him or they're having fun and they look happy and they're smiling in the streets of New York, fine. That's fine. They're happy. It's all good. I just, I don't, I don't totally buy it, but it's not, it's not for me to judge, I guess. I mean, I am judging it, but it, maybe it's not for me to, to judge. Anyway, do I have anything else to tell you guys today? I've told you a lot, nothing I plan to tell you except for these four stories about famous people, which, you know, is my passion in life. Mm. Let me think, let me think. I have read some good books this year. I need to read a little more, but every time I start to read, I start watching Euphoria. And I'm, <laughs> I'm almost caught up with season two. Next time Anna comes on, we're going to discuss the show because we both watch and we have a lot of things to say. Um, But this show is absolutely wild. Absolutely wild. Um, But truly, guys, I think that's it. I'm eating chicken. I love American cheese. I can pronounce Elon Musk's second kid. Actually, it's his seventh child. It's Grimes' second because he has five sons with his uh, first wife. Were he and Grimes married? No, they were just dating. Anyway, lots, lots so not you today. Thank you so much for listening. I am so grateful that you guys are loyal fans. Um... I will see you on time next Thursday. Yes, I will. Absolutely. Yes, I will. It's my mission now. My absolute mission. Oh, I forgot. I have other plans. I'm going to a polo match on Sunday. You guys help probably. I have my outfit picked out. There's gingham. It's going to be, it's going to be very exciting. I'll tell you all about it. <sighs> okay. This is the end of the show. Thank you so much for listening to the 32 podcast. Everything gave me positive 32 today. Ever since Kara's been on the show, I feel like there is such a thing as positive 32. You know, like, oh, I'm making plants, picking an outfit. I love cheese. Things are working out. You know, I listened to my body, things like that. Like that's positive 32 and good for me. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if you liked what you heard, please leave a five-star review on Spotify, Apple, or Google. If you did not like what you heard, please leave a comment or if you did, whatever, and tell me how I can improve. Email me at 32pod at gmail.com. Find me on Instagram and TikTok at 32pod. Please story the show. Please post the show, share the show, share it with somebody you love, share it with somebody you think I would love or share it with someone who who you think would love me. And that's it for today. Remember, it's never too rude to have 32. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,
Oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh, oh,